Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia, and it is Valentine's Day week. It's also my grandmother's birthday, so I always associate Valentine's Day with that. It's my cousin's birthday, too. So I definitely have a lot of things planned for Valentine's Day. I've always been a big fan of Valentine's Day, and I do feel like Valentine's Day kind of gets this bad rep because Valentine's Day isn't also always... Um, inclusive, right? So we sometimes say that Valentine's Day is only for those who are in relationships or that's the only time to focus on that. No, it's definitely for that. Absolutely a hallmark holiday for all of those things wonderful. And if you're celebrating being in love, celebrate it. But you are in love and you are loved at all times. And my biggest thing is, is I remember being bitter about it in the past, but I never took it like that. We always had Galentine's Day. We had events with friends. I would hang out with my buddies. I would do a whole self-care day. I would go to the spa. I would do something nice for myself because all Valentine's Day is really doing for us is reminding us about loving ourselves, that self-care and taking care of ourselves with brings us right back to the title of our show, Luxury of Self-Care. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about some things I have planned, Valentine's Days of the past, ideas I have for Valentine's Day, and that includes if you're in love or you're not in love this Valentine's Day. So tune in, sit back, relax. We're going to talk a lot about all these fun things. I'm sipping on a recess mood boost right now. This is not a plug for them, but I love these things. I always love the drams. Drams were... Um, a drink that I used to love to get that had CBD in them. Not that there's anything wrong with CBD, but this one does the same thing. So it gives you this calm, cool, collected effect. And what I love about them is it just has this delicious flavor to it. Their packaging is adorable. I love their marketing, but it's called Recessed Mood. And I get them on Amazon. You can buy them at Whole Foods. I think you can buy them at any grocery store, except Aldi's doesn't carry them. But that's where I usually shop. So it's um, a magnesium and add... Um, and adaptogen infused sparkling water. So it has all that like LaCroix flavors that I have, but there's this blood orange that's good. I really didn't think I'd like the black cherry, but it was pink. So I figured I'd have it today for the podcast, but the pink one's delicious. Like I absolutely love it. Um, but it just makes me feel relaxed. So on those days that I'm maybe not having a drink or anything like that, we know that I just did sober January. It's kind of nice for me to grab one of these at the end of the day to like calm me down in my afternoon, right? So it's it's been something that I've definitely grabbed and gravitated towards. So recess mood, I absolutely love them. They're not plugging my podcast, but maybe they will after they hear this. But anyway, if you love recessed, give me a little um, high hands, what are they called? Hallelujah hands on my Instagram and a DM because I really, really do just love that product. So yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Let's dive in. 
I feel like every year I have a podcast for this season, as we do for many seasons. And as I was saying, you know, it's one of those holidays that not everybody loves. There's definitely Valentine's Day haters. But my mom always did this and made it such a positive holiday for us as children. And I think that that was really helpful. I know as I, you know, grow my family with Douglas and we have children, I'm going to want to do the same thing for my kids because it's such a special moment. And so I always had a self-care package from her in college or whatever town I was ever living in. And that really trickled back all the way to childhood. I always had something really, really cute that was put together for me in a sense of like self-care items like face masks or cute new earrings, which I had on, you know, this whole week, these little heart earrings my mom got me a couple years ago. And or candles that are good for that or bubble bath or a spa day or anything like that. It was always this cute little care package that my mom would put together for me. And it's something that I've always adapted. So I always had a positive mindset about Valentine's Day. And I think that that's something important to start off with is we have to have that positive approach to anything and in order to make it feel like something worth our time. And instead of like hating on it, right? Like Miranda does and Carrie does on that day that they're they're in an episode in Sex and the City where it's like, is it us or does Valentine's Day seem to be on crack this year? And they're at this place having a cocktail. I think they get into an argument and there's like a million balloons in the cocktail bar with all the strings. And it's just like the ridiculousness makes it so funny. So I have to watch that episode every year because it cracks me up on Sex in the City because it's just perfect for this time of year because we do, we, we kind of had this bitter taste in our mouth if we're single. So I want to get rid of that energy and just release that, release the expectation that Valentine's Day is supposed to be about true love because loving ourselves is the most important thing and it's what I have learned every time that I was able to find love in my life I think the love that I'm currently in is probably, obviously, because it's my husband, the strongest love that I've ever been in. But looking back, I definitely had other loves in my life at different points of my life. Seeing that, focusing on that and figuring that out, those came into my life at very different times. Sometimes I needed the love from them to feel important. Sometimes I was finding myself... But when I found my husband, I was kind of in a gap. I was seeing somebody kind of, but it wasn't serious. It wasn't on paper. Uh, I would never call them a boyfriend of the past, but definitely someone I had very, very strong feelings for and was waiting for them to recognize that I was worth it. And I go back and I talk about this all the time, but one of my most listened to episodes that's from way back in the beginning of the podcast is accepting the love that we deserve. So not putting up for anything less than what we think we deserve. You have to create the tier of what you need as far as what you would like from a relationship. Now, I think sometimes that can go in two different ways. Sometimes you accept love that is less than what you deserve. And other times you expect love that is more than what a person or a partner could possibly give you. So I think there's this unique balance that we need to find when it comes to opening ourselves up to love and opening ourselves up to relationships and that idea. Because just like an audition or an interview, 
the person on the other end, either interviewing you or watching your audition, the producer or the director, they're going to read the desperation you have on you if it's there. So we also have to approach it like at a cool place. And that starts with the inner work. That starts with working on you. It starts with working on yourself. And it starts with understanding what love you need for yourself. And for many years, I thought I needed a specific thing. What are the top three things that are most important for you in your relationship was a question I used to ask myself. And the answers were so wrong before. And then they started to change. They started to evolve. And those were the answers that I needed when I found my husband. They were actually that. Instead of materialistic things, they were more, what are things that I need in my partner to make me feel supported, to make me feel understood, to make me feel seen, me feel loved, so I can in turn love back? Or what are those things in my partner that I'm looking for that are going to ignite me and excite me and, and help me grow? Because at the end of the day, my job isn't to make Douglas happy and his job isn't to make me happy. We live happy lives and then we come together in order to build each other up and cheerlead each other through our accomplishments, right? So that's a true relationship of how it works. And I think in the past, I think being younger, I more understood it in a different light. Like this person's going to love me so much that I'm going to feel worthy. And that's that's all wrong. And then other times, sometimes we think so much of ourselves, which this wasn't my journey, but I do, I have seen it where we think so highly of ourselves that no one's good enough. And with that, we also have to navigate how can we take down some of those things and have a, a realistic point of view of who that love could be for us, what that really looks like. It doesn't have to be you know, a number of an income. It doesn't have to be all these different things, but it can be like, I'm looking for someone that is artistic, or I really gravitate towards someone like that, or I really love to debate things. So I like someone who doesn't necessarily think exactly like I do. Really specifying down what it is that you are looking for in a partner. So when I was able to do all that, when I was able to just sit back, to not be desperate, to love myself, to have gone on my own journey, to realize my self-worth and accept the love that I actually deserve is when I found my husband. And that was what made it all so beautiful. And yet, even then, the love was one thing and it continued to evolve and it still continues to evolve. Every year, it's something new. Every year, it's something different. The most beautiful thing this weekend is we were sitting down and just talking to each other and having a, a moment and I, I shared with everybody about last year's journey and how it was challenging on our marriage because it was challenging for each of us to deal with a loss or um, different hormones, you know, flourishing through my body, different things like that. But we needed that year of restructure. We needed that year of re reinvention. We needed that year to um, love, to have loved this embryo, to have lost it and to have overcome all of it. And I had just said that in an Instagram post I posted on Monday, all about, you know, all these things. Like I thought I was leaving New York City for a simple life. And I, I came back here and my life is nothing simple at all. There's been nothing simple about it. You know, we've we've bought a home, we've gotten married. Those are the basics. But as a person, I've really grown since leaving New York. I've learned so many new things 
And as last year was maybe not the best year, it was a restructuring year that I needed. And not only did I need it, but our entire family needed it. Our whole household needed it. You know, my husband and I both needed it. And that's what we were talking about this weekend is just like, I think there's room this year for so much more because of what we had to go through last year and what things that challenged us through that year, what we overcame, what we talked about, how we re-navigated each other and understood what the other person needed and how we as a couple, how I as a partner could support my husband and how my husband could support me. And that's great. You know, your, your, your relationship is always going to evolve and you hit those marks, right? That first year, the third year of marriage, I think it's the seventh year, all these different marks where it's these challenging times, the 10th year. I have someone I was just chatting with about their relationship about the 10th year. And it it is, it's it's wild how each year, because we're growing. And, and sometimes you hear these things like when you get, someone gets divorced, they're like, we just grew apart. Well, it's times for us to also find those moments of check-in. Like I'm thrilled personally for me knowing who I am now that I found Douglas later in life. I'm even more grateful that we didn't get married anytime earlier because we probably would have been in pandemic wedding, which I'm sorry if anyone that listens to the show was, I know how stressful that was for so many brides and grooms to, you know, re-navigate all of that over and over again. And I think for us, Having that time was what we truly needed. And every year's different. Every year's new. Because we even said this weekend too, you know, we had argued a lot the first year we moved in together because that was the first year that him and I both had found it challenging to not only just have a roommate, but to literally be living with the person that you're in love with. Um and knowing that what the next step was after that was going to be marriage. And I think that that was exciting, but also terrifying for both of us too. And and navigating through a relationship for the first time with, with more day-to-day, small little bickering arguments and how we were going to overcome those. So every year, you know, is going to be different and going to be challenging, but it's how you approach it together as a team and how you find those ways of supporting one another. So I'm very grateful for my relationship, for my husband, where we're at this year specifically, how we both feel. We just felt like a weight was lifted. The two of us just felt really excited about this year and proud of each other for the things that we both accomplished last year and in the beginning of this year and and looking at small little projects in our home and as we accomplish them being excited as they you know each come through which is happening a lot quicker this year for our house as as I've been sharing on Instagram and on social media you know there's a lot more happening a lot quicker but that's because we you know, haven't had this false start. Everything came together at the moment that it was supposed to come together. And now we are on the race. You know, every day is a different, a different little race, but we are in the Olympics of getting the home complete and just, we can see it. We see that, that end light at the end of the tunnel. And along the way, we have little wins of each project as they get completed. So very thrilled. Um, what we're doing for Valentine's Day this year, I'll jump into that next. Valentine's Day for us this year is going to be 
more relaxed since it's on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, we're going to have a more relaxed evening. We were just debating what we were going to have for dinner because I didn't want either of us. Some Valentine's Days we've cooked together, which I always like. And like Little Meeks is always a part of that. And then we'll eat the meal together. But I said, I kind of just want it to be just us. Like let's rent a movie let's order takeout. So we were going to do, I've been craving sushi a lot lately. I've been loving sushi. I'm like, I don't know why I never crave sushi in the wintertime. It's more of like a spring summertime thing for me. So I was like, let's take out sushi. And um, I brought up the other day to get pizza at Pizzeria Luca, which I'm loving to go to because I miss the pizzas at Luca. But I was like, let's get that because I went there with my mom and my brother and they have the best ice cream. I mean, literally, it is so good. It's ice cream and then they had this like lavender, like uh, peanut butter, like stuff on top with honey and oh my God, I don't know. It was just so delicious. A dolce de leche, I think is what it was called. And then they just got a new one that had pistachio in it. Like, oh my gosh, just to die for. So I was like, let's do that. We'll rent a movie and we'll just have a nice relaxing evening together from like six to nine. We'll watch the movie. We'll eat the food. We'll get some good night's rest. And then we're going out to dinner to Gibraltar's on Saturday. I think doing little things like that is always nice. I think the dinners are expected. But since I work in the industry that I work in, it how is this different than normal? Well, in a way it is and in a way it's not. But I've never been a massive like, I expected this on Valentine's Day. I love some flowers. Like Doug knows that. It doesn't have to be roses as long as they're not yellow roses. Um, white, pink, red. They all suffice. Maybe I should say it louder. White, white, pink, or red roses all suffice. <laughs> like any roses are great or any type of um, bouquet or flowers. I love that. I'm not a big fan of the the CVS quick buy or like Rite Aid quick buy like chocolates or quick buy stuffed bears or anything like that. Like I don't like the actual Hallmark stuff. I want like something good like, oh, you went out of your way to pick up my favorite ice cream or my favorite chocolate and and or, oh, like we're going to do this cute little movie night. I think last year, Doug was so cute last year. He like drew me a whole bath and um, we had – he like sprinkled roses all over the bed. I mean it was very sweet. It was really, really endearing and he very much went all out last year um, in all the ways, especially because I had just – had the loss of, you know, our baby and we were going through that. And I think it was like his way of just saying like, just remember like you're loved and I love you. And it was, it was just very sweet. So that's what we're doing this year. And then, um, one of my coworkers is coming into town and we're going to go to dinner with him and his girlfriend on Sunday as well. But we're getting some stuff done in the house this weekend too. So it's going to be a nice busy weekend for us. We love those fulfilled, busy weekends, and our kitchen framing is finally finished, so we're ready for, like, the rough-in of the electric and the drywall, and we have our meeting for the final picking out of the cabinets, the sink spot, the everything. Like, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think we're finally going to have uh, um, our kitchen complete, fingers crossed, drum roll please, by the end of April. I think that's the goal, so we're thrilled. I'm hoping that we can have some people over this summer and uh, maybe all of our flooring will be done by this summer too. So 
we'll have like our backyard looks cute. The whole downstairs looks cute. The bathroom looks cute. The whole second floor like will be presentable in a whole new way. And here's a big thing for self-care, for self-love. Again, not plugs. I am looking out. It's President's Day weekend. Keep your eyes peeled if you want to buy anything for yourself or Valentine's Day deals, anything like that. We are going to get a king bed. Yes, we're going to do it. I can't wait because we've had this queen since twenty, the end of 2018. I, well, I would say more than any. Yeah, I guess it was the end of 2018. So the end of 2018, not that this bed is old or bad or anything like that. We probably would stay on it for another four or five years if it was a king, but it's queen. And it's crazy because I've always had a double or a queen just to myself. So... Over the past few years, I'm like, I really would love a king. So that's something that we're getting for ourselves. That is like our treat to ourselves. It's from the bonuses of this year. Like that money is what's going towards. This is like our Valentine's Day gift to each other. Is like we're getting a king bed <laughs> and a king bed frame. So there's a lot of deals going on right now. I want to know what you guys think though. Please tell me in a DM. Reach out to me. I'm looking at Nectar Hybrid. There's a lot of other companies too, but what I like is there's a memory foam one. So the ones that like come to you in your house in a box and then you can open up. We don't have that because Douglas prefers a more firm bed and I prefer I prefer a bed that's maybe not as firm. Um, I like to like sleep on a cloud. That's what my Airbnb guests used to say when they would stay in my New York apartment. They were like, it's like sleeping on a cloud. So I've always been a big like pillow top fan and all that jazz. So that is what I more gravitate towards and I more look for. But I'm thinking that this is going to be nice because it's a hybrid. So they have coils inside of it. Um, but they're like foamed coils, but they're really tight together. There's a cooling system too. So it like, I don't know if you're like me, but if you get hot, like a hot bed and my husband gets hot, like I'm, a, I sleep really hot. So after a while, like cuddling, like Doug's like, get off me. And there are nights where I've woken up, like, I know it's gross, but I've woken up like in sweat. So I'm thinking like a cooling mattress is going to be really, really nice for that. And they have a 365 day guaranteed. Again, I feel like I'm doing all these ads today. I need to be, um, someone needs to hook me up. I need, I need somebody who can I, if you know anyone, I need to like get on it a little bit more with people hooking me up with, uh, getting some discount codes and stuff like that. Like I need to monetize this, these ads, <laughs> But that's what I'm looking up. And then I found this gorgeous French country. I'm doing like French country meets French provincial meets because French country got like really big. So it's like Pottery Barn is French um, modern, country modern, like French country modern or traditional country modern. So that mixed with French country mixed with French provincial. Now, French provincial is like think of like think of Versailles you know, extremely, extremely, extremely um, grandiose, but on a much more palatable budget. And there's, you know, ways to do that. So you can elevate rooms with like farm chandeliers or like actual chandeliers, which we just got some new chandeliers. Um, but this bed is more on the French provincial realm. Uh, very, uh, if you look up French country, sometimes you're going to get more in the wooden realm. So we balance all these different, you know, pieces together and bring this eclectic style of all three together. But I found it on Bed Bath & Beyond, which is out of business. It was like on discount. So they're still selling stuff on their website, but you know, the stores like no longer exist. And I love it. It's beautiful. Um, 
still a little pricey for both of them, but I still think if you want a good quality, you have to remember that a third of your life is spent sleeping. That's insane. A third of your life is spent sleeping. So when we do it, we shouldn't skimp out on that. Like it's very important. I remember when it came to like getting myself a desk and setting up this whole desk area and doing all this stuff too. Like that was another moment where I was like, uh, do I really need a desk or can I just sit on my couch? No, I needed a desk. I needed a place where I could come into a room, set my laptop up, you know, record my podcast episodes, do all my work, and then be able to leave that room and feel like I'm done for the day and then go on the couch for like my evening routine or just have the couch for like my morning routine, you know, when I'm journaling or reading my book. So having those moments to kind of really separate the two. But again, same with the bed, like don't skimp out on your bed. Um, if there's one thing you're not going to cut, it's it shouldn't be that. So the sheets and stuff, maybe the first time around, like what my first set of sheets may not be as great, but we always did get a king comforter along with our queen bed because then that way if you're pulling the covers back and forth this is this was a kelly dantine my mother it was a tip from her she was like it's just great because then that way no one's missing out on the covers so we've always had queen sheets but then a king comforter um to go on the top layer so we already have that um and I just need to like get the king pillows and just kind of like do the thing. I'm just very excited. So that's going to be our big purchase for ourselves for this month. And that, that's kind of what we've been doing. It's like every month, it's like something. Last month was the chandeliers, which we haven't gotten installed yet. Um, together and with like Christmas money, we got all the flooring for the second floor. So just trying to do those little small moments of spending and yeah but the the king bed's going to be such a treat I cannot wait to use my bonus money for something that I'm really going to get to enjoy a third of my life every single day every day that I'm here at least but anyway let's dive into some of the stuff for Valentine's Day that we can do some stuff that I was thinking about noticing we want to show our love not only to our partner but maybe to ourselves. so one of the things is you can just say screw it and not wait for anyone else to give you anything, but you can buy them for yourself. So when I was single, I loved buying myself some flowers. I didn't just do it for Valentine's Day. Every time I went grocery shopping, I was at Trader Joe's and Trader Joe's in the city uh, is a little bit more common. It's There's more locations, but getting myself some flowers from Trader Joe's always brought me a little treat. I would get myself my own chocolate or I would get myself like a little pint of ice cream to have for Valentine's Day and I would just have my own little powwow night. So if that's your thing, if you, you know, want that from your partner and you know that they're not going to get it for you, buy them for yourself. It's not that deep. Or if you don't have a partner, buy them for yourself. You also deserve to celebrate Valentine's Day. Downtime, downtime, downtime. We love downtime. We love a good book moment. Maybe this is a quiet moment on a day that you're going to watch all your favorite rom-coms or maybe this week you're going to unplug a bit and not look at the phone and take a bubble bath and read a book. Maybe you're going to start a new book. Maybe listen to a new podcast. Maybe go out on a walk. Some downtime that's just for you. Something super relaxing. Maybe you paint your own nails. Maybe you go get your nails done and you never treat yourself. Find some way to have some of that downtime. Be selfish. Be as selfish as you want on Valentine's Day. Have all the fun doing your own thing, having your alone time. 
One of the biggest things that I had to adapt to with my husband being an extrovert and him being more of an introvert, we talked about it in so many different ways, but he recently brought up to me, it's more like a a word cap. Females have an average word cap and males have an average word cap. So if your partner is a male and they are a little more drained than you, let them have their alone time, but why don't you be selfish with your alone time too? So I had to learn not to rely on Doug to do everything with. We're going to watch every show together. We're going to cook together. We're going to clean together. We're going to do this. I had to learn like I'm going to do this and he's going to do that. Or I'm going to go work on this stuff right now. And while I'm working on this stuff, he's going to have alone time to work on stuff that he wants to. And then we can come together and then we can talk about it. Or oh, Doug wants to go upstairs tonight and he wants to play, you know, video games with a friend or he's listening to his own podcast or he's watching his own thing. That's fine. I have these shows on those nights for me to dive into or I'm going to grab my book tonight and do that. So go ahead and have that alone time, but also be selfish with it. Big, 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 big thing. I am a legging lover. I love leggings. I love leggings. I love leggings. I've lived in leggings for so long. I'm so used to it just from auditioning, from being a dancer, from teaching yoga to working at Lululemon. And I I have thousands of them. So maybe not thousands, but definitely in in the high doubles. (laughs) So yeah, I do love me my leggings, but On Valentine's Day, I think maybe this entire week or one of the days, wear something that makes you feel amazing. Wear something that makes you feel like a million bucks. Maybe it's not a fur coat. Maybe it's not a gown. But wear something that makes you feel like really badass because when we do feel great, like we look great, we we carry ourselves in such a different way. So I think sometimes maybe throw the like throw the leggings to the side this Wednesday and just put on like a cute skirt with tights and a pink top or red top or if you want to be an all black cuz that's the way you feel. Just wear something that makes you feel really 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 stunning because that is always going to make me approach the day in a completely different way cuz I know I look great. Doing a spa night for yourself, again, I can't tell you enough. I know Doug did a bubble bath for me a couple years, but I've done them for myself. I've talked about it on the podcast, like especially during Christmas time, you know, I set up my little iPad in the bathroom and watched Hallmark movies. They weren't Hallmark. Netflix basically does the same thing. They're like Hallmark films now, but I watched a bunch of Christmas love movies and had the best time having a bubble bath and having some champagne and water on the side. Of course, you need to hydrate when you're in a bathtub. It's so hot. But I, I just truly enjoyed myself. I just did my own spa night for free at my house with face masks and bubble baths and bath bombs and all this fun stuff that I like put together in a self-care kit for myself. Again, that self-care package. Put something together special for yourself. Because you deserve it on Valentine's Day of all days. Or set yourself up for something a little nicer this week. Get pampered. Go out. Have a spa day. If you never get a massage, go get a massage. If you are like me and you do a massage every other month, maybe this is the month that was your off month. Get a massage this month instead. Enjoy that. Or go get your nails done. Or 
if you always get your fingernails done, but you only get pedis in the summer, treat yourself to a pedicure this time. Like it is really nice to just get pampered. I love a good spa day for myself, but it is really nice to have somebody else do a service for you. I think I got a facial last year because that was so nice. It was something different that I don't always treat myself to. What I have done in the past, especially if you're single or not single, plan a Galentine's Day event. I'm doing something with work this year. Uh, we're, we're doing something to take female clients to a female-owned business, and we are you know, having a whole Galentine's Day event. Do that with your friends. I traveled all around New York. We did a scavenger hunt with me and my two other friends. We had a whole Galentine's Day thing. We gave each other like little um, sweet tarts and, or what are those things called? Yeah, like the little bee mines. We gave each other like sweethearts and I think they're called sweet tarts. Now I can't remember. I think that's something else. Oh, you're going to all be like, this is what it is on the other end of while you're listening to the podcast. So I remember we got like, we made ourselves these cute little goodie bags that we had. We had this whole Galentine's Day thing. And then my girlfriend actually put together a bunch of hearts and in the heart she wrote in um, all these Shakespearean love quotes, which was adorable. And we just like gave them out to people in Central Park. Like how cute. Just a way to spread love and to not be bitter about it. Even though we were single, we had the best time. Honestly, that's probably one of my favorite Valentine's Day memories with Emily Mara and Jessica Crouch. Like we literally killed it. We did all the weird basic stuff, but also did all the fun stuff. And the scavenger hunt was really the caveat of the of the whole day because it it made us on the go and we just did so many things and just had the best time and we even had little disposable cameras to like document all the stuff that we did too instead of I think I mean our phones were still pretty good back then but I want to say this is like circa 2015 or 2014 so it was it was definitely really fun um this is one of my guilty pleasures I love to do this but I like to do it at like Target or Home Goods. I used to love doing it at Tuesday mornings. They don't the place by me is no longer uh, in existence. But go shopping, whether it's like buying yourself the cute little pink outfit or red dress that you want to wear on the day from online, or if it's like actually physically going somewhere. Personally, for me, I'm like, this is your moment to like go out. So go ahead and like do all that stuff about like buying yourself flowers or buying yourself your little spa day at home, but go out, like go out. If you don't, if you are in on Valentine's day, like go out that day and just be like, I'm going to go to Lowe's and I'm going to buy myself a new plant for the, my house, or I'm going to go to the flower shop, or I'm going to go to home goods and get some cute stuff for my house, including candles, like whatever it is. I think going shopping is like, I know it's a quick fix, and I'm always saying like, save your money. Don't do that. Give yourself a cap of how much you can spend, but like go shopping. It's so much fun to do that. Uh, one of the first things I start every Valentine's Day off with is making a list of three things I love about myself, right? We do gratitude lists all the time. Three things we love about our life or something we love about our life and trying to do something different every time. But if you make a list of three things you love about yourself. You are getting dressed up. You're going to have a pamper day. You're doing stuff with your gals or your or your lover. Um, you're doing a spa night later. later. Like These are things that can spread out over this entire week for you to really have a moment. But what I did change is I made a list of three things I love about myself, which is great. But I also made a list of three things that I love about my partner that do not affect the way that I feel. Meaning... 
instead of saying, I love that my partner does blank, it's literally just something about my partner. I love my, I love this about my partner, not I love this about my partner because it makes me feel this way. So try to not look at it as a transactional love, but more or less like I make up three things I love about myself and then three things I love about my partner. Yeah, I think that's super, super cute. Um, if you have kids, maybe make three things that you absolutely have about your kids too. That's probably not hard to, to find those things, but it is, it's really hard sometimes to compliment ourselves. It's really hard to sometimes find the things that we really love about our partner other than like things that they do that make us feel something great. So that's always been a wonderful challenge that I love to do on Valentine's Day. And then finally, if you haven't already done so, right after you get that in the morning, right after you make that part of your morning routine on Valentine's Day, make the self-care package for yourself. So whether it's, you know, your mom sending it to you, a friend sending it to you, you're making it for your friends, like for a Valentine's Day event, like make yourself that self-care package that you're going to use with a spa night or the this or the that, like put something together for yourself. That's almost like you get to wake up on Wednesday and it's your Easter basket. Yeah. Maybe this can like be part of your shopping experience. You could do that today and then, you know, have your whole day on Wednesday or that, you know, do your shopping experience and make yourself a self-care package for the weekend. If that's like when you can actually do all these things. But for me, like those, those things are, are things that make this day so positive and so wonderful. Celebrating love, celebrating yourself, really taking some time to uh, self-care, to lean into that and to like enjoy doing all the fun things, pamper yourself, get yourself a new robe, get yourself a new bed, you know, whatever that may be, uh, gifting to yourself during this time of year. We, we do so many things for others all the time that we forget to give the gift to ourselves. So give yourself the gift of Valentine's Day this year. Give to you. Tell me your favorite Valentine's Day tradition or your favorite one that I shared here or your favorite Valentine's Day story. Remember, you can always go on to the podcast and you can click on the link when you click on the show notes, either on Spotify, or if you're on Apple podcast, there is that link, which takes you to the show website. And that's when you can leave the voicemails. So you could leave those voicemails for me because I'd love to add them in. I want to hear from you guys. Um, I haven't really had anyone do them yet or take advantage of them or tell me in a DM, you know, if you're, if you're, if you don't want to share publicly, I totally understand as well, but I would love for you to do that. So again, all you have to do when you're looking or listening to the show, if you're on Spotify or if you're on Apple podcast, you're all you're going to do is click on the show notes and it's going to do the breakdown of like me saying all this stuff, right. And all the people that I'm thanking, you know, links and stuff to their bios, but it says on there immediately, like you can read it right there that you can go to the actual page and then you go to the page and from there you can click and um, create a voicemail. So I would love to hear from you. I love you all. I wouldn't have this podcast without my lovely listeners. So happy Valentine's Day to each and every one of you because you are the whole reason I'm back here on the mic, on my pink mic with my pink recess mood, with my pink phone and my pink laptop and wearing pink and wearing red and wearing heart earrings and all these wonderful pink moments in my life. Pink brings me joy. Pink is my favorite color. It's always been my favorite color. When I see it, it just lights me up inside and out. And it exudes this energy of uh, light and fluffy and uh, 
I don't know, cotton candy is what it always reminds me of. So live your life on that cotton candy cloud. Enjoy your Valentine's Day week. I love you all so much. Tune in next week for the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. And forever and always, I am your host. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.